It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right. I'm Chip Souza with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm joined by Henry Apple and Ricky Fires today for the Prep Rally Podcast. Boys, beautiful day outside today, but I hear storms are a-coming tomorrow. So what else is new? What else is new? Yeah. yeah. I, didn't know I, I didn't know I was living in Seattle, but uh, apparently it, they've relocated us. Well, the good thing is, man, if you like gardening and stuff like uh, I do, I mean, but uh, pretty soon we're going to get into the long, hot, dry days, and we're going to we we'll, we'll we'll say, want this man, rain. where's the rain? We'll yep. wish we could bottle this up. So we are here with the uh, our Prep Rally podcast, and uh, we are going to recap state championship spring sports that was played last weekend in Benton, last Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And, Ricky, I counted it up. It took me two hands. Seven teams from Northwest Arkansas came back with state championship trophies. Including Springdale High boys who won it in 2019, beat Bryant, then 2020 couldn't play because of Here's COVID. what we're going to do, Ricky, moving forward. We're not even going to say that word anymore, 2020. We're not. If you, if you, say tw- if you even look like you're going to say 2020, I'm going to knock you out of the chair. So Springdale won back-to-back then. Yeah. Yes. The, right. only, the only exception to that rule, if we're talking about eyesight, we can say 2020. We can say 2020. If, I even lo- if you even look like you're going to say 2020, I'm going to come right at you. Okay, I I'm got coming it. At you. I ain't saying anything. <laughs> so we are, speaking of championships, we are joined now by DJ Beeler, the head coach of the Springdale Bulldogs. Re- coach, y'all Bulldogs, Red Dogs. How do you like, what, do you, what do you like to be called? Red Dogs, Bulldogs? Uh, we, we, go with, we go with Bulldogs. There you so go. How about we, champions? We feel like we're the originals. So there you I'll go. Stick with they they want to just be called <clears throat> champions, Ricky, because that's what they are. That's champions. what they are. That's what they are. <laughs> so, Coach, you guys went down there to Benton and took care of business in a big 4 4 1 win. 4 1 win against a, what I thought was a coach. I thought they were a pretty good Bryant team when I saw them play up here in the state. Uh, state tournament so you guys beat a high quality team but you had to beat a high quality team to get there yeah yeah so conway um had a really good season they, I meant they did I said really Brian, well I, down yeah, in that okay, central yeah. conference yeah. you know uh, i think they just lost one game uh to to a pretty good north side team that that actually beat us at the beginning of the year so um yeah we knew it was going to be a challenge and and it certainly was you know we just you know, fortunately, we were able to go down and have have a good game. You know, we played well. The kids did a really good job, so uh, we were able to get that good result. Coach, the one thing I noticed, and I'm far from being a soccer uh, authority, as far no. as you can get from that, yeah. probably. Um, thank goodness I had some help in the press box covering the boys' side of the 6A state tournament, or, you know, I'd have been lost anyway. But I do know this. I know that when Springdale plays, it is a different look than what other teams play and that's because of the attacking that they do from the start of the match till the end of the match and and uh coach to me i think that's just a trademark of of what you guys do yeah yeah i mean we're really fortunate here we we get a really you know high level player that that comes through our program you know we we're we're benefiting from that but yeah in terms of style of play you know we we want to be really aggressive uh we want to you know, control the game with possession of the ball, and we want to put the other team on on their heels as soon as possible and uh, try to attack. So, we've been fortunate, you know, to have the the personnel to to play that brand and that style and and make it our identity, and it's it's worked really well for us. It has. Uh, you know what? I'm going to break the rule already. I, 
We said we're not going to talk about 2020. Hang on, Coach. But, I got. Let me walk around this other oh. desk. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of got a point. All right. When you guys are getting to the championship games, was there any talk like, okay, let's win this for ourselves. Let's win this for our community. But how about the guys in 2020 who didn't get to play? Were there any thought uh, process about that, any kind of speech, a Rudy kind of speech? Was that even brought up? Well, that's that's not really my style. You know, um, we we really try to do a business as usual approach. I, I found that that works the best for me and our kids. Um, you know, I, f- I feel like in those games, uh, there's already a lot of pressure on the kids. And so the more I can yeah. kind of keep it normal, uh, it seems to help them perform. Um, we, you know, we lost our season like everybody and it was very unfortunate, but we were also fortunate to have uh, you know, the seniors who lost their, their last season, they had had the experience of winning a state championship and, you know, achieving that ultimate goal. So um, from our standpoint, you know, it was it was disappointing, but um, maybe not even as much so as it was for, for some of these other teams that maybe had a really, a really good quality team that year and had a good opportunity to, uh, you know, win a state championship and had it stolen away from them. Um, our seniors were fortunate to have that experience. So while it was unfortunate for everybody, um, you know, I I felt like at least our kids got to have that. Absolutely. DJ, uh, of course, because of whatever happened this year, uh, the state championship games were moved from Fayetteville to their normal place to Benton High School. You have to Mm -hmm. make the transition from, you know, know, Fayetteville, you're playing on natural grass where Benton, it was turf. How much different was it? Well, um, you know, the main the main part was the travel, um, just just putting all of that together and, and making sure that, you know, on a really short notice, you had everything taken care of uh, for the kids so that they were comfortable, well-fed, well-rested, um, ready to play the game. Uh, Benton did an awesome job. Um, their facilities down there were amazing. Uh, it's a lot like the U of A where they've got everything going on at the same place. And in terms of, you know, the field and the stadium, um, you know, it was, it, it felt more like a, uh, it felt more like a regular game, uh, almost less of a championship atmosphere just because you were going to a high school stadium. And there were some things that were different uh, before the game, you know, taking the pictures and, and all the extra stuff that goes along with it. But um, I, I felt like that kind of helped us because, like I, I mentioned before, you know, a lot of times for, for a high school kid in a, in a moment like that, it's really just about relaxing and, and playing the way they're capable of. And by kind of having that environment, I, I feel like it helped them. DJ, I, I don't know what your background is and where you grew up, but how did how did being a soccer coach evolve into what you've become? And was that something you always wanted to do or was it something that you just kind of gravitated toward? Well, um, you know, I grew up playing. Um, it was always it was always my sport. Um, you know, had a had a good relationship with the sport. It taught me a lot of things. And you know, when I was in college, I got some good advice. Uh, you know, somebody like like they always do. Uh, you know, they say. Uh, just do what you love, and I I liked going to practice. Uh, my whole my whole life, I had I had gotten done with school, and I'd gone to soccer practice, and I played in games on the weekends. So I I really didn't know any different. And if I would have 
if I would have got done with work and or school or my day and I didn't go to practice, it just would have felt weird. So it was a really natural transition for me. Um, I went to Baylor University and uh, played on the club team down there and had just a great experience and was able to continue kind of uh, following my passion. And um, I was just fortunate to, to end up in Northwest Arkansas and at a at a school and a program like this where, you know, we've got an opportunity to compete the way that we do. Boy, and you guys, you know, DJ, you've just, you know, built that program up and they play at a high level. You're right, you know, the club the club soccer there in Springdale is huge. Those those kids um, play, you know, elite level competition. I guess, you know, what, 10 months out of the year? I mean, as long as the weather's warm, I'm sure they're playing every weekend. Yeah, yeah, it is it is a lifestyle sport and, and the kids that we have in this program, um, you know, they, they do play club soccer and they, they're on competitive teams, but when they grow up, they're they're not the, the kids that are practicing for an hour and a half twice a week when their parents have dropped them off at practice. Uh, they're, they're the kids that have the ball at their feet all the time throughout the week in the backyard, you know, looking for opportunities to play uh, outside of maybe the organization uh, that they're a part of. So, um, when they get to me, uh, they've got, they've got a really good, uh, foundation especially from a, a technical aspect and and once we're able to get them organized and uh, on the same page you know everything usually clicks pretty well dj i want to just mention a couple of players that you had on your team that i thought were standouts to me and i know you had a lot you know 11 players on the field they're all you know good players for you guys or you wouldn't want a state championship but i thought eric guerrero really stepped up his play um in the, in the state tournament um you know from that left side particularly um, mm-hmm. And then the play of your of your keeper, or Cesar Rizzo, who wasn't <clears throat> even the starting keeper when the season began, uh, you know, moved to that role, and and uh, you know, just the job he did in the PK portion of the win against Rogers Heritage that put you, you know, let you guys get to the final, and again had another strong game in the final. Yeah, well, you're spot on. I mean, those two players were were huge for us all season long, you know, and you get so much more attention at the end of the year uh, with everything that goes on. But those guys, you know, they've been they've been doing it for us, uh, you know, and and helping their team the whole season. Eric, um, you know, he he's more of a midfielder, really. um, And that's that's really what is what is kind of suited him better. But we we struggled a little bit this year with uh, scoring goals and um, he's just got so much quality and technical ability that when we moved him a little higher up the field and got him in front of the goal more, uh, things started to happen for us. He had a couple goals and an assist in the state championship game. Um, but his quality in the final third, um, you know, there was never a breakdown in play that went through him. And it, there was nobody that I trusted more to have the ball on their foot inside the 18 yard box and to, to make him pay. So yep. he did a great job. And then Cesar, I mean, what can you say about a kid wow. that sat and waited his turn, um, you know, just continued to work, stayed ready for his team. And, uh, you know, when our starting goalkeeper went down uh, and out for the season, he was ready and he stepped in and never missed a beat. As a coach, you, you just can't ask for more than that. And it's it's rare these days, um, you know, to find a kid that's that's OK with 
waiting their turn, um, you know, with earning it. And you see that a lot in, in the different levels of sports where, uh, you know, players are tending to be a bit more impatient than yes. they used to be. Yeah. And uh, he, he's just a great example of, of what can happen if you if you just keep working. He uh, he didn't want to go in that transfer portal. He, he stayed right there. And uh... No, we don't have one of those at the high school level yet, thankfully. Yeah. Hey, DJ, as we move away from the season, uh, which one are you going to remember most? I, I, I'm assuming the state championship game, but how about that one where you had to go that you won it on a penalty kick, 80 minutes, then <laughs> overtime, then overtime, then going to the uh, penalty kicks? Well, you know, there's – I will say this. There's always one of those games, um, and I tell the kids this every year. It, it doesn't matter um, – whether we've had a dominant season or, or we've been struggling all year, when you get into that state tournament, uh, there's always one game that just tests you and push you to the absolute limit. And that was certainly the heritage game for us. Um, you know, they, they had a fantastic team. Uh, their coach Christian has done a, a great job with them. Um, and we had a couple ties against them uh, in the regular season. Um, so it didn't surprise me at all that it came that it came to that in the semifinal. Um, and, you know, I honestly give a lot of credit to the other coaches and teams in our conference. Um, you know, our, our conference is so challenging. Uh, we play in these these difficult matches all year long. And so uh, when we get to state tournament time and the pressure is really cranked up, I feel like teams from our conference are better prepared for it than anybody. So, um, yeah, there's always one of those games. Uh, we were fortunate, you know, to continue fighting and to win that game and get past it and, and get that week to prepare for the state final. And, uh, you know, luckily we, we made it and got the win. Coach, I said it that Saturday, and I will continue to say it, the game against Rogers Heritage was the state championship. I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I thought you two teams were clearly the best two teams that I saw play. Um, and again, I'm not a soccer uh, authority by any means, but I, I do know quality when I see it. And, and uh, in my in my opinion, for whatever little it matters, you you and Heritage were the two best teams. And, and uh, I think you know, a double overtime and a penalty kick, you know, settling uh, you know this after they had tied twice in the regular season, I think proved that out. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, you know, I definitely don't want to take anything away from Conway. They had, they just had a fantastic season, and and uh, you know, they played against the teams that that are in their conference, and and uh, they did a great job. But you know, like I said before, um, it, it's just it's just a matter of you're getting those games every week. There's there's no breaks, um, and uh, it really it's iron sharpens iron, you know, yep. and yep. and uh, we we benefited as much as anybody from all of the the quality competition including heritage in our uh in our conference and and that's that's i give a lot of credit to that you know why we were able to pull it off well good deal well dj listen thanks for being on with us today we're going to take a break right here um and we're going to bring in kent early with the bentonville championship softball team in mm-hmm. 6a we're going to have him back so dj again congratulations springdale bulldogs 20 21 Class 6A Boys State Champions. Coach, that has a good ring to it. Yep, I like the way it sounds. Absolutely. Coach, thanks for being on with us, and we will catch up with you a little bit later on down the road. Okay, sounds good.
And now, back to the Prep Rally Podcast with Chip Souza. Now, if you are not on the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette team, Ricky, you are... Yeah, you ain't talking to me, because I'm on. You're on the team. Yep. You're on the, if you're not on the team, we would like you to be on the team, because that's the only way you're going to get the best in sports coverage that we offer. Everything from Razorbacks, Prep Sports, Major League Baseball box scores. Ricky, we've box talked about scores, that. We're yep. one of the few newspapers in the country now that still offers a full yes. box score for all MLB games. So, if you are not subscribing and you, you like to be and you don't want to get left out there's a couple of ways that you can do this first of all you can go to our website nwaonline.com nwaonline.com and click on the subscribe button it's so simple even a ricky fires can do it I, i've done it you've done it so you Took can go there time, but i did it there you go click on subscribe and you can do it that way or if you're old school like ricky and you prefer to pick up the phone and call sarah to hook you up with the circulation department you can go that route by calling 479-684-5509. Talk to those folks. They can get you hooked up, and they can get you hooked up on a iPad, which will allow you to get the newspaper on uh, uh, the digital replica edition. Every day, Ricky, I get up, get my iPad, hit download, my newspaper downloads. And what I like about it, I know you're still the print guy. You like to have that tangible print in your hand, and that's, like, and that's fantastic. You can do that, but you don't have to. You can just be a digital subscriber like me, and what that gives you is much, much, much more than what you get in the former tree edition, the print edition. So you For, said uh, you said the word replica. That means this newspaper I'm holding up right here, looks the at, Sunday Sports, yes. right there on the digital, the same thing. Exactly, yep. the same thing. And more. Except more. So when I say more, this is what I mean. If you pick, if you get a copy of today's printed edition, there, there's a few printed edition, but and you pick said, up a yeah. copy of the printed edition. Yep. The centerpiece story probably is Arkansas baseball, baseball. or softball yep. or whatever. Okay. And it usually will have a nice, beautiful photo there on the front. Well, in the print edition, Ricky, that's the one photo you see. Yep. In the digital edition, however, that photo would have a little arrow on it. Henry, do you know that? Or a little camera. Or a little camera. And you click on that, and then 20 more photos will pop oh, up. Oh, that's what that's for. That's what that's for. Oh. And so that's what's great about the digital. It's not so much that you're going to get to read Ricky Fires, which that's enough just <laughs> in itself right there yeah. if you read Ricky Fires' story. But you're going to see the photos that our award-winning photographers yes. get. More than just the one, you're going to see multiple photos in a gallery. And who knows, you might see yourself. If you were at Baum Stadium, Baum Walker Stadium, or you were at Bogle Park last weekend for the regional softball or whatever, you might click on it. There may be a picture of you or, or you know, maybe picking your nose or eating a, eating a corn dog, hopefully not at the same time. But I was going to do it. I'd do it at the same time because you're a multitasker that way. But, but you can see multiple photos that way, and so you see that. You also see much more like, for example, in yesterday's digital edition, Ricky, not only did you get the normal six or eight or however many pages, but we had an extra page in there, a digital only, of NASCAR. So if you're a NASCAR fan, you can go click on the NASCAR page, and you can see, catch up on the points leaders, what the next race is coming up, a nice profile story on a driver, things like that. And we do that, Ricky, all week. You know, Every day we have extra pages like that. It might be during the football season. It might be two or three pages of just NFL content about that week's games. Mm -hmm. It might be previews of the Pac-10, Pac-75, Pac whatever it is, the, the SEC, the Big 12, the ACC, all those colleges that you, you know, because we have a diverse region here. Not everybody went to the U of A. Some people That's graduated right. from 
different colleges. Yeah. And so their conference affiliation where their college is, we would have a preview for that. So we try to be there for everyone, and we can do that in the digital edition, but the only way you can get it, the only way, is to be part of the team, be a subscriber, get that iPad. Again, nwaonline.com, click on subscribe, or call the circulation department, 479-684-5509. So if I'm retired, I lived in Iowa, and I moved to Arkansas, and why wouldn't you? Exactly. Beautiful state. Yes. And so I still follow, say, Big Ten football. Yeah. So on a Sunday I, in the extra section, I may see Big Ten Roundup. or Not Big may see, will we'll see. Okay. Yes, we'll right. see. So that's, that's one of the big things is with the digital, you get so much more than just what you get in print. So much more extra features. So many more stock pages. So many more crossword puzzles, so many more just extra pages. For example, Ricky, you live in Prairie Grove. Yeah. So in our or digital. There. Or there. Somewhere, yeah. somewhere pert near there. Pert near pert there. near there. Yeah. In the digital edition, you'll get Prairie Grove Extra or Farmington Extra or Bella Vista Extra, that. whatever. Yeah. And so that, you could click on that, and gives you more news of just that community. And so that's something you would get in the digital edition that you don't get in the print edition. Okay. So it's enhanced coverage. Enhanced. Didn't know I knew I that. No, enhanced. Yeah, that's another yeah, one. That's, I, hey, you so, know what? And I know when I covered a, a soccer game and I looked at the paper, I said, yeah, that's a couple of nice pictures. And then I clicked on the uh, gallery and there's like 18 pictures in there. There you go. So, and there I said, go. man, I, I know the parents love that. Seeing uh, absolutely. The kids in four or five different yes. photo frames. So the main thing is we want you on our team because we want you to be just as informed as we are. We want to try to give you the best that we can. So if you're not a team member, we got room for you. We want you on the team. Come join the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette team. Yep. Don't be left out. Don't be left out. Come on between the lines. Join the team. Good deal. Now we're going to bring it back into the second part of the show, and we are going to reach out to Kent Early, the softball coach of the 6A state champion softball team, Bentonville Lady Tigers. Do we have Coach Early on the line? No, we weren't able to get a hold of him. Well, we can try him next week. Yeah, they're having a trophy. I mean, they're champ. They're having like downtown championship parade or something. Well, plus it's heavy. They probably took three or four, you know, make three or four days to get it, you know, loaded. Get it up there, yeah. Loaded up, yeah. Yeah. And that's not the only one they've had. Exactly. So that wraps up this week's edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. And Ricky, Henry, we're not going to cut this off now, even though we're, you know, into summer. We'll continue to bring you the Prep Rally podcast every week. Now, Ricky, next week we're going to try to bring in Joe Toma, the, the uh, soccer coach at undefeated Fayetteville. Yeah, they went, uh, which means they, they had a couple ties, maybe three ties, which is not uncommon in soccer. But you know what? They won the championship, and I'll be glad to talk to him about the season they had and their standout players. And then, Henry, we may try to reach out, too. We want to get some players involved in our podcast this summer. Maybe we can bring Blakely Wynn on, and she can let everybody know who the best win is. Because I know, I, know, I know who it is. You know, she's, she's an athlete. She may just run down here or high jump or uh, whatever she does. Well, she can do whatever, yeah, just about whatever she yeah. wants. So uh, some great athletes. And what a, you know, I know we've talked about this, but just what a great season this is that we got this done. Got it All done. these kids yeah. got their championships played. And, and uh, man, you know, it was touch and go there. We, we kind of got a little tentative start there in football and had some, certainly some, some speed bumps and moving some games around, Bunch but up. got through it. 
You know, basketball, we had a few cancellations there, but we got through it. And uh, spring sports pretty much went on without a hitch. They had a had a little safety valve built in there at the end, if they, you know, for for a conference tournament. But we didn't even need it. Mm-hmm. Didn't even need it, and got those championships played. And I know the schools let out there. You'll be out for the summer. You're gonna be breaking the Alice Cooper song. Schools out. You'll be singing that for you. Real quick? I hate that song. Okay. Well, I won't then. Right. Uh, so they'll be out for the summer, and I know those teachers and coaches and everybody kind of took a collective sigh of relief that yep. we got it done. It's funny, Ricky. I was talking to uh, Chris Wood uh, the other day for a football spring football note and I said coach I know you know in the past I know coaches that when summertime rolled around you're like you know you probably had that dread oh you know we got team camp or whatever I said I guarantee you there's not a coach anywhere that I know of that's dreading this I you know I I know they're excited to be going to team camps at 707. Yeah they want the extra work uh, I was talking to one of my coaches and they had different things they couldn't hardly get anything done with the spring and he said man we got to get busy on a seven on seven and from the start to finish, a lot of people say, well, I didn't think this day would come. We're, we're in a postseason now. But uh, thank a lot of people, man, from yep. the Arkansas Activity Association, yep. uh, Arkansas Department of Health, the yep. governor, for everybody pitched in and did the right thing and got this done for these kids. Absolutely. Ricky, I'm fully vaccinated. Got my rabies shots. Me you too. got your rabies shots. I'm you got your rabies shots. Rabies shots. I'm <laughs> Uh, well, you're a dog just like the rest of us, aren't you? <laughs> That's right. I am fully vaccinated, and, and uh, I think maybe there were some steroids in my shot. I can hit the ball 50 feet farther now, that, which means I can hit it 50, 50 feet. 50, 51 feet. <laughs> so that's it for this week's edition of Prep Ride the Podcast. Thanks for joining us again. I'm Chip Sousa for Henry Apple, Rick Fires. We'll be back next week, and we will have some special guests. So stay with us all throughout the summer as we will bring you the best in prep sports, Prep Ride the Podcast. Thanks for being here. Catch you next time. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.